So this evening, I'd like to talk about meditation. Uh, I think many of us see meditation as something like a central part of our practice or backbone of the life here. And uh, uh, yeah, it is a, a helpful and a very important aspect of our life. And I certainly find uh, beneficial uh, like uh, especially uh, now only every third day we have a chance to sit in a temple in uh, uh, quietness or the silence. And uh, mm, when I think of how I've been, uh, sometimes I notice uh, in my mind or heart mm, sometimes quite contents, quite, uh, amount of contents, uh, sometimes a mm, bit of heaviness, other times much lighter. I, it varies, uh, but I can see uh, changes. And um, I think a few days ago I was talking with someone, uh, I think talking about the same uh, theme, uh, not in a great extent, but meditation and what we call practice. And uh, maybe many or some of us, at least I used to be, to think uh, uh, some the practice the more, the more, the better, or the harder, the better. Or maybe the other sort of way to look at it is meditation. Just be mindful of every moment that is enough. You know, there are, I can hear different versions. And also people say these techniques, these techniques are better than the other, something like this. And uh, when I was talking with this person, um, the word came up to me is we can talk about let's say quantity or contents method, uh, but uh, to me the, what is crucial is whether it is based on samadhi, a right understanding or right view, as translated in English, and it is the first one of uh, Eightfold Noble Path. And here, um, 
I do not have, not necessary to uh, think of doctrinal understanding what is samadhiti or conceptional analysis of what is samadhiti. Um, yes, there are texts and also uh, important words in the suttas we can find. And uh, certainly I wouldn't dismiss it. And it, they are important uh, pointers. Uh, but when I say the, the practice based on samadhiti, it doesn't mean uh, to be caught up in uh, uh, the reading and the thinking and then uh, um, uh, yeah again the idea of the the more I research study the better that kind of approach um, here at least in my experience or in my approach uh, what I would call rather intuitional understanding of what is samadhiti um, so, uh, uh, again, my personal take of it is to me, uh, reflection is quite key to, to my uh, life. Um, when I said uh, intuitional understanding, uh, how do you do it? And uh, often I come back to certain phrases um, as a place of reference or reminder um, for instance the uh, Rinpoche Ajahn word very simple words like uh, in Thai when, when he uh, introduced the meditation he Sometimes he would say, Pak Pong Tang Chai. Literal translation would be resting of the heart, something like this. But the Rumpos made or translated in a more. Um, anyway, his translation is the holiday of the heart. And it may work uh, because uh, it's. It, in English word to use the holiday may reach our heart uh, more directly, at least to me. And why holiday works so well is opposite of a holiday. Maybe we tend to work hard trying to find something, trying to get something, or opposite of uh, get rid of problems, defilements, fixing the uh, various challenges and so forth. But uh, when you hear the word holiday, a certain it has a totally different quality and it works as an important reminder to me. And another word uh, also I often uh, reflect and also share with uh, Retreatants, if when I read a meditation retreat, is uh, again, let me say in Thai first, Sangop, my Sangop, Laka, Tao Khan. Sangop is uh, P 
peace or peaceful, my is not peace, not peaceful, raka, taukam, price, the same price. Uh, uh, you can say same value, but uh, the word raka really means price. So peace, not peace, same price. And in a particularly the context, context of meditation, uh, as we are meditators, we know how uh, the state uh, of peace, peaceful state, appeals to us and important to us, and we strive for it. And when we do not experience it, and we experience the opposite, we feel discouraged, or sometimes we would think, ah, oh, waste of time, I wouldn't reach anywhere, I'm regressing, and so forth. And uh, this phrase, Sangop, my Sangop, Naka, Taokan, peace, sorry, peace, not peace, the same price, same value. I think I heard this even when I was a quite junior monk in Thailand. And I let's say, understood it uh, in my own way then. Something like, okay, sometimes it's peaceful or successful, let's say, sometimes not, but let's say, uh, don't feel discouraged, but keep on practicing. So uh, I uh, took it as a word of gentle, kind, encouragement. It's easy to feel discouraged when we have something, uh, when our expectation is not uh, met well. But uh, I reflected, uh, in fact, since after I came to UK and then listening to Lumpur's Meadows talk more, the same praise uh, gave me more significant uh, message. So uh, uh, when we relate to this phrase, peace, not peace, same price. And what I would do is just like a mental exercise, it's not just that analyze it, uh, intellectually, but bring it to my heart to uh, feel it. Sangop, peace. Mm. Yes, this is very important. It is so appealing. And I like it. And uh, opposite. My Sangop not peaceful. Hmm. Yeah, certainly I do not like it. My heart can sink. Yeah, just to recognize how these two words uh, do to my heart. And then continue to feel the word raka taokam, the same price. Uh, how can it become possible for the first place? Uh, 
where the more you feel the peace and not peace, and it is obvious. How can it be the same price? Because peace is so significant and opposite. It can be a problem. How can it be the same price? And yet, when you uh, just uh, do this mental exercise internally, some uh, peace, not peace, same price. If I manage to find this place of same price, what, what is happening? <clears throat> or what does it mean, same price? Certainly cannot be the same price if we put the price. So, uh, let me jump into the conclusion. Um, yeah, I uh, recognize this is a price of actually no price. Yes, the world is same price, but in fact, whenever we think of price, good practice, advanced practice, and so forth, the price is there. And then better stuff, worse, well, that will be immediately there. But this place of uh, an all price, Raka Taukan, same price or no price, Raka Taukan. Uh, my experience is. Yes, you may say peace again, but different kind of peace. And also sense of ease, safe. Why is it safe? Because when we think of sangha, uh, peace is what we need. And then not peace is something we have to uh, get rid of, if I use a strong word, then this becomes constant, possibly constant struggle, fighting or protecting or worrying. But this place of raka taukan, it is restful, it is place of at ease. And then we, I feel safe, and no fighting. So uh, in this piece, or if you like, we c I can also call place of silence. And um, the piece, Usually, uh, when we particularly think of peace, not peace, uh, same price or no price, um, probably as a phrase, peace, not peace, same price, make more sense. So uh, uh, when we think of this peace, we may think in terms of how to make it, how can we reach there, 
This kind of uh, uh, approach. But, but when, when we reflect on this peace, non-peace, not peace, same price. It is actually not like achieving anything or like working hard, 50% to 70 maybe tomorrow 80 so that I will reach 100% sometime later. Or this is excessive part, we have to reduce, remove it, or between 15 and 60 there's a cap, I have to fill up. That kind of thinking and approach. But when we reflect on peace, not peace, Raka, Taokan, same price. It is actually that peace is, we can recognize this already, always available. Simply whether we allow ourselves to fall into the realm of giving a prices. Or if you like, uh, the way of becoming another word. So when I say <coughs> also silence, you know, peace or silence, this place of uh, the same price or no price, silence means not necessarily uh, in the sense of absence of noise, absence of sound, rather silence of um, movement of becoming, element of becoming, falling into mode of becoming, rather simply resting, silence, peace. So the, the, what I said, holiday of the heart, all comes together in that place. And actual experience is the one of at ease and safe. Safety, or if you like, unburdened, because as uh, as when whenever we think of how to reach there, how can I get there? What is which stage I am in? Am I progressing? This kind of way of looking at it is actually burdening at least my heart, that, that way of looking at our practice or even our life or our being. But instead, uh, let me repeat again, peace and not peace, the same price, to be able to recognize this place or to be able to come back to this place. To me, um, I can use the word, it's a blessing too. If there's no place like this, it would be quite challenge, constant challenge and difficulties because we never know just the nature of our being is as we uh, learn so oh, repeatedly, anicca, dukkha, anatta, impermanent, unsatisfactory. This, if we are to find a peace 
in the world of becoming, in the world of peace and non-peace. We have to find the peace. We have to run away, give up, or take uh, control over something we do not like. This is really not guaranteed and also very exhausting. But by being able to notice and even to uh, be in this place of Raka, Tauka, same price. Also, this, to me, the sense of unburdened. Um, <clears throat> and uh, uh, and it, is this just a? I'm just talking about meditation as such. I mean, it's a, or practice as a Buddhist monastics. And it's, is it, I'm talking about uh, something in, uh, valid or relevant in a certain uh, circumstances or certain, uh, what's it, a community or a circle. But I, I like to say it's actually really uh, the same uh, way of looking at condition uh, is relevant to the, the, our life in general too. And um, one my story, my own story, uh, this is also I often uh, mention in the retreat I lead or in a Dhamma talk, so if you heard already, uh, please forgive me. Um, it was almost 20 years ago, uh, I can say it was 2002, I was still uh, pretty much new to this country uh, after two years in, in this country, and uh, I had the opportunity to go to Tudong to dawn, the wandering in the countryside. And uh, uh, it wasn't um, uh, on my own. I had a friend, he was ex-Samanera, ex-novice. So we he walked together, the road is uh, along the ridgeway. We have a Chilton Hill here, so uh, to one part of the ridgeway we walked, and then uh, we followed uh, uh, walk, uh, walked along the, the river Thames, walked up to its source, because uh, to me uh, the Thames is sort of an iconical river in this country. So uh, it, it's, I thought it's nice to follow even up to its source. And then because uh, uh, my friend had the money, um, a bit funny way to say, but uh, yeah, as a mendicant, we, uh, sometimes what to do without uh, lay people uh, is really how to live without money. is a significant aspect. But uh, my case, I had uh, uh, this ex-nobis uh, as a uh, accompanying friend. So uh, he 
took me, uh, put me, uh, we took uh, public transport and went up to uh, Leamington Spa, which is a bit of south of Birmingham. And we followed uh, Grand Union Canal, walked back to uh, Berkhamsted. So I thought it is a very nice route. It became a, uh, let's say, perfect um, introduction uh, to me to, to taste this country. Until then, I spent one year in Chittas, one year in this uh, community. So, so first time to be exposed outside, exposed to this country, this people and culture. And as uh, you go to, to them, uh, various challenges are possible, but also very uplifting experience. One of the uplifting experiences when we stand for arms round and then uh, people, let's say, really stranger, we never met before and they do not have to, but they uh, see what we are doing and they offer food. And in my case too, like uh, I was standing usually on my own because uh, if, if lay person standing next to me, uh, their interest becomes different. So my friend would wait somewhere else. I stood for arms round. And then as yeah, people come, oh, what are you doing? And who are you? I come from Japan and so forth. I explained. And then people come back with plastic bags full of food. And then, yeah, enjoy the walk in this country. I mean, just a single uh, encounter like this, but really uh, uh, I would feel the, the kindness of uh, a human being. Sometimes we would see different aspects and we, we become happy, we become depressed, become judgmental, all this and uh, so forth. But just a genuine encounter with somebody me to meet first time, and then he or she or they to say them to say, they to say, ah, yes, yeah, please have this. So that genuine kindness human beings have, it's a really encouraging, wonderful experience. Yeah, um, like other times, Christian uh, priest came and invited me to have a tea or yeah I'm sure if you go to Tudon uh, many of this kind of experience and one experience I'm like I like to talk about is uh, one day I stood uh, I think it's a small town and maybe I chose a wrong place because if you stood in the wrong place actually nobody would come or nobody wouldn't be able to stop. And uh, I was still new to this country and I was I thought this is the right place, but just the traffic was busy and not so many pedestrians. And so I was standing sometime, but nobody actually had the chance to come or show interest to me or approach me. And... Uh, but uh, then eventually, um, maybe late 50 or 60s, yeah, that kind of age, uh, short, and he came to me uh, pushing his uh, bicycle. 
So I thought, well, eventually somebody came to me, okay. So uh, expectation arose in my mind. So he asked me what you're doing. Yeah, I'm doing arms round. What, 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 what is it? Well, I'm actually asking, uh, begging for food for today. Something like this usual conversation I was doing. I don't remember exactly how con I continued, but uh, soon he said to me, you should work. Surprise, more than surprise, probably shock to me. <laughs> but apparently, uh, he, he wasn't happy, me standing there. And then he said another word to me, useless. And he walked away. Oh. And I, I was standing on my own, <laughs> hungry, looking for food, let's say. <laughs> And I was very much new to this country, nervous enough. And of course, this is not the best experience, totally opposite. Yeah, I would use the word, the shock. But also when I stand Bindabad at any place, I make sort of determination, agreement with myself. Yes, I stand here for, for something like for welfare of or sentient beings. So it means if, uh, if my presence here becomes disturbance to anybody, I shouldn't. That kind of uh, 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 agreement or determination with myself. And then, okay, with the time to leave. So I went back to uh, uh, my friend. He was waiting in a graveyard, quiet place. In fact, I'm not, so uh, I explained uh, sorry, I, there wasn't anything. And it, fair enough, uh, he, he was ready to support me by purchasing uh, some food. But also another, I think an elderly lady came to the graveyard. Probably he spotted me when I was standing or followed me. And without me explaining anything, she brought the food. So uh, the overall experience is not necessarily very miserable as such, but the impact of the word um, useless was, you can imagine, it's quite. So, uh, so I uh, had to contemplate on this. Mm. No doubt. It's a very unhappy experience, but I was contemplating that suffering. And uh, I noticed that the voice in myself, um, something like that. Yeah, just to start with, what is this suffering? Why do I suffer? Something like this, and then, uh, the voice was, yeah, I wanted to be accepted, or if you like, I wanted to be loved. Something like this was in me. So uh, it was uh, emotional uh, content there, and when I 
actually relate to that emotional content in my heart. Uh, so, uh, how shall I say? I felt uh, I uh, that the better perspective came back to me, right? So initially, it's just a, uh, immediate suffering, just a more than disappointment, almost shock. But by contemplating this, ah, okay, there was expectation or you know to be accepted, to be welcomed, well, possibly because it's a totally new country, and uh, so forth, and to be straight word is I wanted it to be loved. So, but by clearly, uh, yeah, directly recognizing it, I see. A bit of emotional experience too, to recognize it. So I came back to a more balanced place. And I continue to reflect on this. Mm. Useless, the word useless. Mm, true, like a, the other lady, she chose, uh, she, she chose to come to me to support me. But for him to to see me or to see somebody, whether whether in a context of useful or useless, it's a very different way to approach another human being to me or to another human being. And I thought about it. Okay, if he sees the life or somebody just in a scope of being useful or useless. Okay, how about him, himself? He was a bit difficult to tell how old he was then, but can be in his 60 already. But apparently he didn't look so happy already, but he would become older so if he thinks and, uh, the human beings in only the way to see useful or useless, certainly he would become useless sooner or later, which is very, very painful. So, well, I start, I, I, well, this is very interesting reflection. In a way, Really, we create a world, and then it, it comes back to us. And uh, also this word, useless, horrible word. I mean, I mean, if I repeat this word, useless, ten times a day, I can become depressed. <laughs> it's a very um, heavy, unpleasant word, useless. And particularly if you use this word for another human being like this, certainly it makes the person unhappy. So uh, what I want to say here is, uh, once we have certain agenda to the person, to the life or to the practice, then we limit our possibility and our meeting, encounter becomes, to me, it's not genuine anymore. Just whether does it, does this meet 
my interest? Is he useful to me? Useful is okay, we can understand, but when we just uh, become attached or believe the idea of useful, then actually the other side of spectrum, spectrum is useless. So uh, this way of looking at certain condition, useful and useless. I hope you, uh, get, uh, I guess you understand what I want, what I want to say. Like a sangop, my sangop, naka taoka. Peace and not peace. This is a, when we look at this, uh, a dualistic way of looking at it, which we are, I believe, constantly doing, knowingly and knowingly. This is great, this is not great. This is important, not important, uh, great, not great, I like, I do not like, uh, right and wrong, and so forth. Yeah, if it is a practice, yes. Particularly, we can use the term peace, successful meditation, and opposite. But in a daily life, too, we can judge this is useful. useless. And also we can judge ourselves too, useful and useless. Hmm. So uh, if we believe this way of approach, then we can become very unkind to other human beings or to the world or to ourselves. And when we Coming back to our life it, as a monastic, as uh, the practitioner, we, it's very easy to think, oh, my practice is not going anywhere, or I am this, I'm just like this, therefore I'm not worthy of that kind of, I'm using a bit, uh, uh, strong word, but but when it becomes really extreme, the word useless can arise to say, what's the point of being here? So the, why this painful thought come is when we really identify our practice or meaning of life in a certain way. Sangop, mai sangop. Peace. When we get disease, we say successful. When we do not get disease, wrong. When somebody has this quality, this is right, agreeable. If not, useless. Or if I am like this, wonderful. If it is not, I'm a failure. Sorry, it's a strong word. But, but this is, we are capable of doing this. Either knowingly or unknowingly. But I think it is very important to recognize you know, by reflecting example of this sangop, my sangop, rakha taoka, same price, same price. 
And, and this place is actually, this place allows to, to, like, like to meet certain person, certain situation in a total way. If we bring agenda, this should be this. This shouldn't be that. We just limit and believe that is the uh, the 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 the, the, uh, the, the just simply believe it is important. Then we limit, and result is suffering in one way or another. So uh, uh, recognizing, I repeat again and again. The place of Rakata uh, or same price. It's very simple uh, phrase, but uh, I, to me to reflect and then really have a taste of it, it helps both uh, the practice, uh, more narrow sense of practice, sitting meditation, or in a daily life, or how to relate to various situations. And uh, this, I said, meditation or practice, key is uh, whether we are with samadhi or not, right view, right understanding or not. Um, one time Rompos Medo was giving us a talk, I remember, uh, he, he was talk, uh, talking about Eightfold Noble Path and then, uh, yeah, Samma Aditi, Samma Sankapo, Samma Vaja, Samma Kamanto and so forth, right view, right thought, right uh, speech and so forth. But he was saying, rather than explaining one factor, one after another, but say, what is this Samma? Right, or he would actually translate it as a perfect the samadhi. Usually we say right understanding, right view, but he also uh, used the translation perfect understanding. So, what is this samma, samma, samma? Right. I hope now we understand. It's not like a right and wrong, well, opposite to Sama, Pariwad is a Mitya, but not dualistic way of think, uh, looking at right and wrong, but rather, that's why the word uh, perfect comes. And the perfect or right understanding, right Sama, it's not necessary to make something perfect or try to make up for right and being perfect, rather letting go or put down the idea, various agendas or our impulse knowingly, unknowingly impulse of following uh, the nature of becoming not following that, not by letting go, 
letting go of it or putting down of it or not falling in, into the realm of giving a prize, looking for prize. And then simply we realize the place of, let's say, samma, some peace and stillness or uh, silence, whatever we call Let me <clears throat> uh, talk one more, speak one more story uh, because I'm talking about the useful and the useless. It's, and uh, this is what happened in Japan about four years ago. It is very. It became very heavy news. Um, there was there's, there was a what's the English word. There was a group home for intellectually disabled people. So, so those who are living there is uh, intellectually disabled and they, and then the condition is rather very difficult. They, most of them, many of them wouldn't be able to communicate well. So the carers, uh, they they need a full attention of carers. Then what what happened is, young man about twenty five years old, he went to, into this uh, group, uh, this place, night time, and killed about twenty of them, one by one. Even to say checking, how is the condition? Is he or she can? communicate, talk, or if he can, she can. If she or she cannot, he would. I mean, it's horrible to say any, for you to hear it's too much, but he, if the person is just cannot communicate, then he would kill the person. And about 20 people, innocent lives, are, you know, go on. So it's a very uh, painful, shocking news. And he was saying, the, the man saying, these people are burden to the society. Just, uh, I can use the word really uh, useless. So for the sake of benefit of the world and the peace of the world, they, sh they shouldn't be here, so therefore, I killed them. Huh. It's still uh, the news or came back on the news. I mean, uh, it's such an impact to the whole nation. So when the, the, every year, the time, the day this happened comes and then the news and some documentary or something would, would appear in the news. And I, I do not uh, want to go to too much detail about it, but really uh, here too, an extreme case of looking at some uh, the human being's life in a 
certain way. You know, I can simplify the way of saying it is useful or useless. And when I reflect on this, I'm like, yeah, it's so painful. But also, it's not that we say, oh, he's crazy, his view is too extreme. Mm, Possible, but is it it really somebody else's problem? Or what? When I reflect that, this tendency we can see, I can see internally to uh, reject or refuse something I do not like, something I do not understand, something strange to me, some this, this. You know. Yes, internally we, we have a variety of experience, the spect- spectrum of agreeable to disagreeable, understandable, not understandable, and so forth. So, uh, uh, what is this, uh, the voice of get rid of it? Because this is not, uh, there's no uh, meaning there no use, so get rid of it, reject, out. Very strong, strong uh, word I'm saying, but in fact what happens is uh, kidding, such a extreme uh, consequence. But actually in our heart when we have something we do not understand, we do not agree, we do not know. I can say me too. You know, he, easy to go to the uh, uh, movement of rejecting, refusing, ignoring, these kind of things. So uh, when, I think of, <coughs> when I think of this uh, p- uh, useful, useless, this kind of paradigm, actually to recognize in ourselves how what is, even something we see it as a miserable, regrettable, something we do not like, we can't be proud of it, or we, we feel guilty about it, and so forth. But uh, this is very much our human experience. And, but whether we just see it as a, something wrong, or to be able to accommodate all this weakness, um, irrational side of it, something we really do not like, to be able to have in a perspective. And is it possible or not? So, so when I reflect this, really what, how we approach to the practice, how we approach to the meditation, how we see our own beings. To me, it is all related. So that when we sit like this, and yes, sometimes not necessary, peaceful, yes, quote unquote, 
sometimes very difficult contents, sometimes confusing, sometimes very encouraging, promising, and so forth. But it's not about find the best answer there, but to recognize the praise of Raka, Taokan, same price. This is, to me, now I can see more clearly that this is a place of actually very human place. You know, it's no doubt about going to say useless, get out. You're not allowed. But that voice can come to ourselves so painfully. So how can we learn from this? Is to learn how to be with our conditions. And, uh, you know, sorry, repeat again and again, but peace, not peace. Raka comes, same price. So uh, to practice like this, to me, like uh, also learning <laughs> my word, learning how to be human. We have a word, judgmental, judgmental. So when, when, whenever, as soon as we have a certain agenda, this should be what I needed, what I expect from this person, we may see simply just as a function, whether it meet my need or that, that way, or to see our own beings in a just very limited way, which is, very unfortunate and not necessary. So, sitting in meditation, Sango, Mai Sango, Raka, Taokan, same price. Praise of uh, Samaditi, right understanding, perfect understanding. This is what we need, this is what we need to learn. In this way, I, yes, meditation is very important, very essential. And uh, this is the play, uh, the meditation is the opportunity to learn what is samadhi or come back to, recognize and come back to the place of samadhi. I think I stop here now. Thank you for listening.